Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Hello, guys, and welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. This is your host, Jamie Rodriguez, coming at you from a freezing, snowy Nashville, Tennessee. Speaking of Nashville, this Florida boy is still getting used to it, guys. But today's guest, ladies and gentlemen, made history. She was our last official interview recorded in our Miami compound. We welcome you, Lizzie Weber, to our show, guys. An American musical treasure, guys. So underrated. What a gem of an artist, Lizzie Weber. Uh, Lizzie with two Zs and Weber with one B, guys. And you guys have got to check her out. She is celebrating the release of her new EP, How Does It Feel, on January 22nd. And she, the day after, has a live stream show, Lizzie Weber, live at the Chapel in St. Louis, Missouri. Tickets are $5 for that. Uh, you can't beat that. That's the price of a smoothie. And uh, you get to hear all of her new songs performed live for the first time. Uh, an amazing talent. We're going to put the link for the tickets on our episode description. So check that out, guys. And uh, guys, yeah, Lizzie Weber, what a talent. I mean, what an interview. What a great interview. It couldn't have uh, asked for a better final Miami guest. We talked about her musical songwriting uh, skills. We talked about her journey you know, growing up in uh, Missouri, then moving to the state of Washington, Seattle area. She even uh, stopped by LA for a minute and tried her hand in acting, but she kept, she kept coming back to music. That's what bubbled inside of her, and we are so glad that it did because what a talent. What a talent, guys. And I had a chance to preview the EP. Again, it's called uh, How Does It Feel, January 22nd, and it is a masterpiece, so check it out, guys. Um, make sure to check more on Lizzie Weber online. And uh, yeah, guys, listen, uh, if you're new to the show, we welcome you. Uh, check us out on jrodconcertspodcast.com. We humbly ask uh, to please give us a review. If you can, on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever, just give us a quick review. Maybe even a comment if you're feeling generous. Those things help us a lot, keep us going. And uh, it's like, you know, you know, we're really happy to do this. And these things are, are uh, matter to the show. So thank you guys so much. But Lizzie Weber, guys, what a talent. Welcome to the show. Without further ado, Lizzie Weber on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Hello. Lizzie Weber. Hi. Wow. Look at that <laughs> compound you have over there. This is my brother's uh, retro lab. And he's he's a gamer. He's a professional gamer. So he's I'm in the middle of moving from one space my one house to another. So he's lending me his retro lab. And I've That's got I've got Arnold. Yeah. I've yeah. got a lava lamp. <laughs> I've got Super Mario Brothers. I love it. I, I, I was gonna say I, I did not get those vibes from your music, but like, listen, it's all whatever inspires you. It's all game. Exactly. We're just having some good themes in the background today. Oh, I, love I love it. it. I love it, Lizzie. Well, listen, we're so happy to have you on the show. I have to. It would be, you know, I have to mention to you before we start that this is the last episode we're doing in Miami. Oh wow! You are like our historic. You know, we're moving the show to Nashville on Saturday. Oh my gosh. 
And uh, so I just want to acknowledge, you know, that like we wanted to finish with a special guest, Aww. this place that has been so sacred. We've had, you know, John Oates here a couple of times. We had Ashley Judd. We've wow. had Judy Collins. We've had Mary Wilson of the Supremes. We've seen a lot of good stuff here. And I was so happy that we're finishing here with you. Thank Luke. you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here. And that is such an exciting <laughs> move for you guys. I'm so thrilled for you. So you are moving to now, you yourself yes. are moving to Nashville and Correct. taking the show with you. So Correct. exciting. Thank you. Thank you, Lizzie. Yes. And we hope to see you there down the road. Absolutely. I would love it. I would you know, love it. The idea is to, um, you know, we, we're, we're going to have like an outside balcony in the condo we're moving in with like the skyline in the back so yes. post covid post covid yes. we want to have the option to do also like an outdoor thing like that's this so and, nice you know we'll that's see what perfect. we can do that's <laughs> awesome that's so exciting congrats thanks lizzie but you know so honored to have you on the show lizzie you know i mean look you. your, your new ep we've been listening to it it's so so fascinating how does it Thank feel you. comes out january 22nd which is like in a month isn't it are you I ready know, for it? it's coming around the corner. I'm so yeah. excited. Yes, I feel like, and just in general, I'm very excited for 2021. Yeah. To a new year as 2020 has been such a, a rough one for everybody. It has. So, it has. Um, so thank you so much for having me. And I, I, uh, I'm really excited about, about these works as I, I wrote them in isolation when the shutdown was just happening. So right. it, uh, it definitely was a bit of catharsis for me and, uh, and helped me get through it. These three songs. So good. So, so good. I mean, I mean, Blue Wave Bloom, one of my favorite, you know, Lay Down Your you. Love. These, they, they each hit different in a really profound way. Um, so that's coming out. Uh, also, the day after it comes out, you have a great live stream show that will yes. be happening. Uh, where you're gonna play the the new songs live, you're gonna celebrate them with the world online, which is really cool. Yeah, uh, we're gonna put the link on our episode description, but it is also on your Instagram at Lizzie Weber Music. That's right, so, and my website mm -hmm. too. If you want to go to lizzieweber.com, you can grab your tickets there. And uh, I'm really excited about this show because we're gonna be broadcasting from a nonprofit venue in St. Louis called the Chapel, and they always let artists perform there and and have all the proceeds go to the artists and and this show in particular will be a celebration of the ep release but also all of the proceeds will go directly toward funding my next full-length album which i'm in the process of recording so oh, really so excited about that so, so I hope, good. hope your listeners will join me for that that would be absolutely. wonderful <laughs> oh that's great to hear lizzie absolutely and uh you know we're gonna talk about the music we're gonna talk about all that stuff but uh, you know, let, let's start. Let's start with this, Lizzie. And I mean, where are you right now? You're in St. Louis. I'm in St. Louis. I just moved back here. I was mm -hmm. in the Seattle area for four years, but then when the pandemic hit, um, it just sort of, as with so many people's lives this year, it just yeah. up, uprooted mine. And and my husband uh, was going to work as a pilot for the airlines. He was retiring from the Navy. And uh -huh. so uh, when the airlines, you know, started furloughing all the pilots, we realized that we had to sort of think of a, a, a plan B. And so um, we got a job offer here in St. Louis, which is also where I'm from yeah, and where my family is. And so, you know, That's what it. what greater gift to be around family right now in crisis, as you probably realize the same. It's like you realize what your priorities are. And, and as sad as we were to leave the Northwest, we just felt grateful that we had roof over our heads and had, you know, job security in a time when there was so much uncertainty for so many. So we feel really fortunate. And that is why 
here I am in my brother's uh, retro lab <laughs> <laughs> with Super Mario Brothers and Arnold Schwarzenegger keeping me company. Yeah, um, we love and it. I, yeah, and and so I'm 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 happy to uh, to be back in St. Louis, and that's where I'll be for the foreseeable future. Cool, cool. We love St. Louis, by the way. I mean, Pop Poppy Smokehouse. We've been oh, there. Yeah. Go to the top of the arch in the little elevator. Yeah. You know, with, with the loop, walking around the loop. Yes. You know, that's we love. My, yeah. Oh yeah, that's uh, the the Blueberry Hill Duck Room. I've played yeah. so many gigs in the basement there. Chuck Berry's oh, old so uh, stomping grounds, right. and actually my my new house. We're moving into a new house in January, and it's in the Loop neighborhood. So I couldn't nice. be happier about that. Nice. So I hope to be, you know, sort of a raging force in this music community here and oh, as, as cities around, you know, the country are going to have to rebuild so much of yeah. what the independent music community needs. And I'm, I'm really glad to at least be in this, this wonderful Midwestern city that has a really tight knit, smaller community and help be a part of rebuilding it. Definitely. So. Yeah, we love St. Louis, Lucy. And you know, before we get to the to the music, how are you? How are your holidays this year? Like, you know, obviously they're different than what you're accustomed to, or are they? Because you're with your family. You know, it's it's tricky because it, for the most part, like everybody's working from home right now. My husband is working from home, so we feel um, fortunate that you know we're sort of safely in a pod with my my immediate family, my folks, and just my brother here. Um, you know, but it's it's definitely one of those things where um, it's hard because we we are even though I, I can see my parents and I am being careful, you know, we have a responsibility to just remember that mask wearing and social distancing yeah. is so important right now. And I think that's it's hard, you know, when you're when you're thinking about it, you're like, I just all I want right now is my family and my loved ones. But you know, it's just one year of making a small sacrifice of, of limiting those gatherings indoors and things like that. We tend to hang out outside around the fire and we cool. roast s'mores and stuff like that. It's 35 degrees, but we just bundle up and we try and spend most of our time, yeah. you know, outside together. If, if we're if we're spending time together, just 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 to make that sacrifice for our frontline workers. You know, I've got two cousins who are work nurses in, in the ICU and they are feeling it. So yeah, I, I think about them and, and uh, you know, it's, it's a good question. Cause I, I think a lot of people are probably struggling with that right now. Like, do I get together? Or do I, yeah. you know, what to do, but, but really it, I think it's better safe than sorry. That's kind of my motto here. You know, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. And yeah. I think a lot of people were getting relaxed around Thanksgiving and, yeah. you know, the numbers are going up. So it's like, yeah, I hear you, man. It's I so totally hard. hear you. Definitely. Yeah. Lizzie. So, you know, you are such a talented, you know, you've, you've tried acting, you're a great songwriter, you, you've done a little bit of everything. So I wanted to ask you, like, did you grow up in a musical family, in a cultural family? Like, what type of upbringing did you have in, in St. Louis? Lizzie? That's a great question. You know, I, my brother, uh, my eldest brother, and my middle brother here, my second eldest brother, we've all were creative growing up, you know, we had that sort of creative inclination but yeah. to, to be honest you know my my parents are in in the medical world they were not artists themselves right so we kind of maybe the apple fell a little far from for whatever reason <laughs> like we all the three of us all you know they they raised such fierce independently creative um children and we all grew up to be that and so you know i remember my brother was taking piano lessons when he was like five and i just couldn't believe how accomplished he became at such a young age. And so I followed suit with lessons and things like that. But 
as much as I I enjoyed the lessons, I was so interested in covering, you know, the female singer-songwriters of the 90s and stuff like that. So nice. I remember like my parents were like, do you want to keep continuing lessons? And I was like, you know, I don't know, because as much as I enjoy playing Bach and Beethoven and Tchaikovsky and, <laughs> and Chopin, I just really want to cover Vanessa Carlton and yeah. Jewel. Fiona <laughs> Apple, right, right, yes. totally. So so to answer your question, yeah, you know, my, my folks weren't musical. But uh, but their children, you know, through us, we sort of ended up being this like this trio of creatives that wanted to perform, and we were in theater, and and my brothers, you know, here he is, he has a successful show on Twitch, and my nice. eldest brother is a you know a <laughs> PhD in comparative literature, so we all just really fell in love with with the artist side of yeah. of uh of the world and and sort of stayed in that lane so, so i don't know where it came from <laughs> so but, interesting yeah so. by the way do you hear a little noise it's not a big deal uh but there's like some sort of like a little background noise i don't know if so, it's coming from your brother's like machinery it's the heat the heat just Got came it. on is it it's is fine it, is it super no. loud no it's totally okay. manageable like okay. just one okay that that yes. explains it it's cool if it just let me know if, if it becomes too much and we can we can no. look into finagling something it's funny it's just hilarious <laughs> that your brother is a professional twitch man no his studio is really something else it's something um, else so for the audio audience I, I feel like i have to just like describe it a little bit more yes so, so so lizzie you know here we have this like you know folksy amazing songwriter that makes you give chills and tears down your eyes and she's in this room that has a lava lamp. It has like an old school like '90s phone with like a like a cord, the one that you like flipped around your finger while you talked to your boyfriend. <laughs> a Terminator poster, like a Super Mario Land poster, and a, like a big fern tree. I, I don't know what's happening, but it's fascinating. It's honestly, I couldn't feel <laughs> cozier and more like I'm just living in 1984 right now. Um, so yeah, I, I think that. It was a good idea to describe it because I honestly, it's a, it truly is a retro lab in every sense. You can't, you yeah. guys can't see it, but there's also like a '90s television with a VHS yes. over there, <laughs> and uh, yeah, some more lava lamps and things like that. A Super Mario Brothers That's three so poster. Great. So it's great! The- I love your brother. I love your family. <laughs> so, so great. Um, yeah, professional Twitch uh, streamer was a phrase that you know i would never thought it would exist as well as someone said today the um the word of the, of the year was you're on mute <laughs> <laughs> so that's another one it's like yeah yes you know, absolutely yes oh my gosh <laughs> anyway yeah all right that's great lizzie thanks for sharing your background so you know when you're 20 when you're mm-hmm. 20 years old um just as we move towards your new album, you know, you move to California, you want to you, you wanna pursue acting a little bit. But tell us a little bit about this like aha moment where you're like in Studio City in California and you're like, no, nah, man, like I want to go home to Missouri and I just got the songwriter's bug. Like this is my path. That's a great question. I think, you know, I was I was living and working as a nanny and I was also working another, another part time job as just um, at the front desk of a yoga studio in Studio City. And I started to write songs. And I remember I, um, I made a demo of a song that's on my first record called Safe Distance. Oh, and yeah, I, that's a good one. And I, thank you. And I shared it with, uh, with one of the instructors 
and she was like do you know how many people come in here that are like in the industry that would want to hear this and i was like you know i i i personally was so devoted to my pursuit of acting and film and television and that was i had studied theater done theater my whole life you know i sort of considered singing and songwriting as a hobby but once she sort of brought that up to me she she asked if i wanted to start playing in the classes yeah. like at the end of class when everybody's in shavasana mm -hmm. and um and she was like you know we play they play music throughout the class anyway why don't we have a live performer at the end of class cool. and so i started bringing in my guitar and i would play an original song at the end of class and um and i started getting people coming up to me at the end of class being like hey where can i buy that or hey like you know people slipping me their uh, business cards like you know the vice president of music production at disney or nice. you know um another gentleman who worked in music supervision who was like i really think your songs would be great for film and television and commercial please you know reach out to me and send me your demos and i was just flabbergasted i was like i wow. i just don't i i don't know i, I think i, I was I, you know i had it i wasn't wasn't like it was something that i was you know pursuing actively at all or even considering you know until those moments really where it was like okay this is fun and i'm doing this on the side but you know when i sort of started to get that little bit of encouragement um i started to to think about recording. And so that's really, the, that, as far as those aha moments, you know, it was, I started going to open mics after that and getting some great feedback. I started booking shows at little cafes around LA. And, um, and it just sort of, I, I think it's actually, it's closed now, but one of the first places that I played in LA was room five, which is like off La Brea. And it was just this tiny little intimate room. And, uh, and then I started realizing how much gratification I was getting out of that, as opposed cool. to rejection after rejection of, you know, not really having great luck finding acting gigs, having trouble with representation, people telling me to dye my hair, look this way, do right. that. And I think maybe I just, it just so happened that it was it was more, it felt more like a fate thing. Like one door was opening and one door was remaining closed. Like the, the acting door, as much as I loved it, as much as I still love it, and it is still one of my passions, the door just wasn't opening like it was with music. You gotta so, to the universe, yeah? Exactly, so it was like sort of a, okay, go with your gut thing. I actually, I love writing music. I can write music whenever I want. I don't have to, you know, have a one in one thousand chance of booking an acting gig every three months or whatever it is you know what i mean it's just so so difficult and i commend i have dear friends who are still in the acting business and you know still talk about how hard it is and the music business is just as hard i mean there's just there's downsides to every aspect of the entertainment industry if you look at it like that but yeah. but i just felt lucky that I had that encouragement at a young age and uh, and and just sort of went with it. I just was like, okay, I'm I'm going with this. So, so great. I yeah. love it. You had a breakthrough <laughs> moment and we're so we're so lucky you had it because your music is just Thank phenomenal. You. Phenomenal Thank Lucy. You so, so you know in twenty fourteen your debut came out self titled, you know, and you know the press already the press immediately loved it. Eleven that in St. Louis, you know, No Depression magazine, you know, loved it as well. Um you know, what was this period like for you when you start seeing like 
a lot of like people just really get excited for your work? That's a great question because I, it truly was. That was, you know, that was right after I had recorded the debut and, and yeah. released it. And I was I was really just sort of, again, not sure. I had just, I had left LA, I was back in St. Louis. Um, but I, like you said, I, I sort of had the the press community in St. Louis rally around this record. But Huffington Post as well, I forgot, yes. called it like your favorite heartbreak song, like, and we're all heartbroken, like that's yeah. a big thing, you know? <laughs> it, was, it was really, it was really humbling and, and definitely, <laughs> Um, again, it sort of was like, man, I guess I should keep going. Like, I, I think I just felt um, really humbled when that was all happening, that I just had, that I had sort of created something that was resonating with listeners, because that's all that I really want out of making music anyway, you know, is, is in addition to it being so healing for me and such a, a driving force of reflection and um, you know, sort of, I guess, a, a way of journaling through life, which is kind of how I look at it as well. I wanted to have music be my way of connecting with people. And and when that started to happen, you know, it, it, that was really all I saw it as was people are connecting with this. And I feel so grateful because that just makes me want to keep going, you know, and, yeah. and, and you do sort of need those moments, I think, when you're in this industry of, okay, you know, uh, this is hard, this is not easy, especially not easy to try and make a living doing this. Um, but I'm gonna do my damnedest at trying to. And, and, and if I have some people, you know, resonating with this work along the way, then I, I consider that success in every form. So, so cool. you know, so I definitely feel lucky that, that I got that encouragement early on uh, when the debut was released. So cool, so cool, Lizzie. And, you know, I wanted to ask about your forthcoming stuff because, um, you know, and pressure, because, <laughs> you know, you had all the success, you know, you, you, you did the theme song to that caffeinated documentary uh, great song, and it's on Amazon Prime, by the way. If anybody wants to see it, it's a really cool documentary. Uh, the theme song, you know, Lizzie's on it. Any additional pressure when it came to do all the new stuff? You know, like whether it was for December, you, you know, you all that stuff. That's a great question. You know, I think as far as I don't know why, but it almost seemed like, yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit. It was almost like having that positive reception. You want, you know, you can't help but want to see that larger audience reach. You, you can't help but want to have that tribe, you know, sort of come to you and, and, and be a part of your community. Um, I guess tribe fans, tribe is another word for fans. Um, but, and, and I believed that, you know, that would come if I just focused on the integrity of the work. And so I really poured a lot of work into learning how to produce and learning how to be confident making decisions in studio because you know with my debut i had a co-producer um and and i sort of after that i wanted to go out on my own and really sort of become skilled at that as well and really sort of learn how to define my own sound and also to be comfortable playing with different genres and not stick myself into one lane and then never leave that lane i, I wanted to experiment with um with sounds across all genre and I just wanted to keep um, connecting with my listeners. So I think that definitely that's a great question, but I would say that maybe and a lot of artists can probably relate to this, but like 
you do you do put a little bit of pressure on yourself to mm-hmm. perform to to create that you know that next level piece or whatever it is but at the end of the day um i think that if if you're truly genuine when you're doing it when you're creating and composing that piece it'll come through no matter what no matter how press writes about it or not you know it'll it'll come through and so yeah you know, that's, that's a great question. And I definitely, but I definitely have, you know, high standards as when I come, as I listen to my debut, which I, I think is, is a solid debut for where I was, you know, I'm just like, man, that doesn't even sound like me anymore. I just listened (laughs) to it. And I'm like, yeah, you were a young whippersnapper girl. And look (laughs) at you now. (laughs) Right, right, right. So I do, you know, and you have to pat yourself on the back because those are growth. Those are moments of growth. And, um, and, and that's all that I think you can want in, in any career, whether you're an artist or not, is to see some sort of personal and professional growth. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let me ask about a couple of the songs in the new EP. Um, just great stuff. Great stuff. Okay. Lay down your love. Mm -hmm. You know, I think you touched on the subject of gratitude earlier when you're telling us about moving to St. Louis, but you know, I think that's such an important thing. You know, it's, uh, you know, time with those closest to you. Such a beautiful song, basically. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I, I mean, I've, I'm in this blossoming mode of gratitude lately, you know, change your, ex- your expectations for appreciation and your whole life will change in an instant, that kind of thing. Um, you know, like the other day I was in Starbucks and like I started to be like more like, dude, like there's no rush. Yes. People are doing their, like, I'm waiting 30 minutes to have like a cappuccino that I ordered with my phone. Like everyone calm down. Like this is a blessing. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yes. But talk to me about gratitude for you, the song, how it connects. And also like, it it seems like you started writing the song early on in the pandemic. So you had this breakthrough earlier than most people, maybe when people were panicking. Yeah, that's a, that's actually a, a great question. And you're exactly right. I think that if there's anything that we've learned from this is that, okay, can we just slow down for a minute? Can we just take a breath? Um, and that's what lay down your love was the first song on the EP that I wrote. And it was truly sort of came out like a poem. I had read this poem by Lynn Unger called she called pandemic that my mom shared with my family. And, um, and it was so striking to me in that moment as I was like watching, you know, sort of people continue about their daily lives. And for me, I was like, I was, you know, maybe on the side of the fence that, hey, can we, every, everybody, this it's going to be okay. Let's just do what health officials are asking us to do. Let's slow down. Yeah. Let's think about the vulnerable. Let's think about being empathetic people because it, it can't be this, you know, this attitude of self-serving it's my life i do what i want it's my my freedom you know or whatever it is i understand that we are in the land of the free but also um there is a point in time where sacrifice is needed for the greater good and so that is is really where this song was coming from is just a call for empathy a call Mm -hmm. for pause a call for this isn't going to be easy. This is going to be difficult. This is going to be the hardest thing that we have ever done in our lifetimes. But the message is, you know, um, is to focus on that, to focus on those who have less, to focus on, on the fact that, you know, uh, that somebody somewhere out there is terrified. 
um, for their health and well-being. And and that, you know, and here we are, we have 300,000 lives lost in this yeah. country from this thing. Yeah. And, and, and so for me, you know, it was sort of like a full, it's just, it's hard, but, you know, in my mind, I'm like, this could have been avoided in a lot of ways. I think if we had seen a lot more empathy and if we had seen a lot more self-sacrifice. I agree. Um, yeah. and, I do, and I don't want to be, you know, negative at all. This is truly, this, 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 this song is about, is just calling for, it's that reminder. Okay, yeah. what are we doing this for? We're doing yeah. this for each other. We're not doing this for ourselves. We are doing this for the greater good. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, it's a great lesson. And, and it's something we have to take forward after we come out of this, Absolutely. hopefully. So, you know what, if through your song, Lizzie, they say if you drop an acorn in the water, you're changing the universe. I'm sure you've heard that. So if, yeah. you, if you are changing the minds of one person with this song, Lizzie, yeah. you're changing the world. So just, you know, thank you for that. Thank you. That's so kind of you to say. It's true. Absolutely. Uh, Blue Wave Room gem of a song uh the per the percussion and ambience is stunning on this one tell us a little bit about this one about the creation of this one sure so this that thank you for your kind words on it by the way and it, it's it, it actually was the last song that i wrote on the ep and uh i wrote it very quickly on the guitar and i realized that i wanted it to be uh, sort of a piano driven piece after I had written, you know, I went and I laid down the guitar and vocals in the studio and I was just really create craving the, the piano driven element for this song for whatever reason. And so I enlisted some friends, um, Aaron Guest, who is my guest pianist on this song. Um, he recorded remotely for me as did my string players. And we sort of, it was it, all of this, EP was a remote collaboration. Uh, the only tracking that we did in studio, you know, socially distanced wearing masks was the rhythm section, drums and bass. But um, it was a real trip to collaborate with everybody from afar and successfully do it. Um, but uh, but definitely, you know, this this song, I think is it's interesting because I it's sort of been the dark horse of the EP. I, I've been mm. pleasantly surprised with for those it's not out yet, but for those uh, whom I've shared it with have said that it, it really it really struck a chord with them. Yeah. Um, and it was right after the red tide in California happened. Oh, interesting. And, okay. and so I was sort of inspired by that imagery and by these photos were coming out of, you know, the waves with the sort of a uh, sharp blue yeah. bloom. And it's just was like, it's just was this sort of shocking image that that struck me so much. And and I wanted to sort of lyrically, um, it's, it's figurative, you know, it's uh, you are the red tide in the corner of my mind, shallow little lies, I must cast you out again. It's about casting out, you know, negativity within yourself or so nice. whatever, you know, sort of, sort of combating those emotions that came with isolation, which I'm, I'm yeah. sure so many listeners and others are, are grappling with right now is that, that it's unnatural to spend this much time alone. And there's so many things, our minds are so powerful, so powerful. For good and bad and yes, ugly. Exactly. Everything. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Every thought that you have produces a chemical reaction in your body. And so I sort of wanted to tie that in with what happens when we see a red tide in the ocean and sort of a red tide within yourself. And how do we breathe through it? How do we keep ourselves safe from it? How do we 
psychologically sort of move through that. And, and I just sort of created a metaphor around it and um, for sort of saying, you know, I will be the one in bloom. I will be the one to live through this. So good. Um, so I, I, I'm glad to hear that it resonated with you. I hope it resonates with. Absolutely. Lizzie. So impactful. Too. So impactful. Well, listen, you've been so generous with your time. Is it true that uh, the rumor that you may play a little ditty for us? The rumor is true. I've got yes. my guitar right here, right next oh to my, my Super God. Mario so, Brothers. I love it. I love it. That's so exciting, Lizzie. Yes. But yeah, while you while you get your guitar, just remind the people that, you know, how does it feel? A really wonderful and easy listen. Like you can listen to it in a heartbeat and just be inspired. Comes out January 22nd. And then the next day, uh, Lizzie is doing a wonderful live stream to celebrate it, uh, tickets available on her uh, social media channel, Lizzie Weber Music, and we'll put it on our link as well, on our description. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me. I'm going to play you guys uh, the title track from the EP, How Wonderful. Does It Feel?
Lizzie, Lizzie Weber. Thank you so much. I received that and the universe receives that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This has been such a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're going you're gonna to have a phenomenal 2021. So <laughs> thank you. So much. Thanks for your time. Thank Happy you so holidays. Much. Best of luck in Nashville. I hope to see you there. Yes, absolutely. All right. Manifestation. Take care. <laughs> You've been listening to J Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.